0: You are listening to Girl Speak, a podcast series all about art, history, and contemporary culture with a girl's eye view. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 120 of Girl Speak, Incredible Girls. I'm Sage Darty, Associate Editor with Girl Museum. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, or streaming us today. Girl Speak is produced by Girl Museum, the first and only museum in the world dedicated to celebrating girlhood. Girl Museum explores the art, history, and culture of girls around the world in the past and present. All of our programs are volunteer-run and supported by listeners like you. Special thanks to our sisterhood patrons, Denise McLean-Davidson, Erica Holt, Hilary Rose, Juliana Griffin, Mary Celeste Kearney, and Michelle Taylor-Bukkak. Visit us on the web at www.girlmuseum.org. Last year, I had the challenge and pleasure of writing a weekly column about incredible girls. Based off of a previous column about historical girls, I wanted to write about contemporary badass girls who were doing awe-inspiring things around the world. I'm going to be honest. Doing research for this column at times has made me feel woefully inadequate. All of these girls who are doing amazing things in the world. And what am I doing with my life? These girls have definitely inspired me and made me feel hopeful about the future. It was extremely hard to choose my top five because I have written about dozens of amazing, inspiring girls. But without further ado, in no particular order, let's dive into my top five incredible girls. Teenage climate change activist Greta Thunberg has, without a doubt, changed the world, and she just turned 17 years old. Her activism is even more important when you think about the devastating impact that climate change is having on places like Australia, where over a billion animals have been killed in the wildfires that have been burning for months. Climate change is one of the single most pressing issues that millennials and Gen Z are facing, and more needs to be done to make people over the age of 40 aware of the clear and present danger that climate change is to the world. Just to clarify, I don't think people over a certain age don't care, but certainly in the United States government, that is definitely the perception, especially under the current administration, and it needs to change ASAP. Now back to Greta. Greta Thunberg is a certified badass, and by that I mean she pretty much single-handedly launched the wave of teenagers protesting for action on climate change that swept the globe last year. The mass student protests were almost exclusively led by teenage girls. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Teenage girls are going to save the world. Greta captured the world's attention in August 2018 when she started the first school strike for climate change, going on strike outside the Swedish parliament during election time to urge Sweden to follow the Paris Agreement guidelines. She spoke about her climate change activism at TEDx Stockholm last year. The whole video, around 11 minutes, is definitely worth a watch. Late last year, Time magazine named Greta Person of the Year. She said she was honored, but that the recognition should be given to all who participate in Fridays for Future because they are all in it together. I particularly love Greta's clapback to the current occupant of the White House. What a time to be alive, am I right? Do yourselves a favor and Google it if you haven't seen it already. It made me laugh. And that's what happens when old people think they can come for the young and social media is all I'm saying. So here's to Greta. Long may she continue to fight for what is right. Lord knows the adults in power aren't doing nearly enough on that front, especially where climate change is concerned. The next girl I want to talk about is Little Miss Flint herself, Marie Copenny. The 12-year-old activist has been speaking up in Michigan State in the United States since she was eight years old. In April, 2014, State officials switched the water supply from Lake Huron to the Flint River to save money without properly testing the water for bacteria. Residents did not have access to clean water in Flint and some residents still don't today, nearly six years later. Marie is still fighting hard for the residents of Flint. Last year, she raised more than a quarter of a million dollars in a GoFundMe campaign for bottled water. As of April 2019, they have provided over 850,000 bottles of water to the people of Flint. In addition to her water activism, Marie is also the youngest Women's March Youth Ambassador, the National Youth Ambassador for the Climate March, and has spoken at the White House, the Science March in Washington, D.C., and the United Nations Girl Up Leadership Conference. As she says in her website biography, My generation will fix this mess of a government. Watch us. And I, for one, can't wait to see what she tackles next. The next girl I want to talk about is 12-year-old Naomi Wadler. She is a powerhouse student and activist who came to prominence nearly two years ago when she helped organize a walkout at her school to show solidarity with the March for Our Lives movement. On March 24, 2018, Naomi spoke at the March for Our Lives in Washington, D.C. In an interview, she said that she was nervous before she went on stage, but she knew she had to do it, and she poured her heart and soul into her speech. In a separate interview with Teen Vogue, Naomi talked about her fight for black girls and her hope for the future. Not only am I fighting for other black girls, I'm fighting for myself as a black girl. If you don't fight for yourself, nobody else is going to fight for you in 21 years i hope we see a black female chairperson of the senate judiciary committee got a bunch of old white men up there all i have to say to that is yup congressional hearings and committees just seem to be filled with old white men instead of reflecting the diversity of america naomi is wise beyond her years and proves that you don't have to be over 18 to make a change in the world the world Girl Museum included, is excited to see what she does next. Next up, we have 12-year-old intrepid journalist Hildy Leeshack. She first popped on my radar about three years ago when news broke that the then nine-year-old had been the first to report a murder in her hometown of Selinsgrove, Grove, Pennsylvania. At the time, I was studying journalism in college, and I just remember feeling a sense of pride and awe at her intrepid reporting, and I knew I wanted to keep eyes on her blossoming journalism career. Last February, Hilde was reporting near the Arizona-Mexican border when she was stopped by a police officer who asked her for identification and threatened to throw her in juvie. In a second encounter, Hildy began filming and asked what she was doing illegally. The police officer then told her she wasn't allowed to post the video or share his identity because it was illegal. Recording in a situation like that is not illegal and is protected under the First Amendment, in case anyone was wondering. He then accused her of lying to him and said he would contact her parents. I admire how Hildy kept her in composure during this incident and continues to investigate and report the news. She's also trying to keep the focus on her work and First Amendment rights and tweeted to people to dissuade them from trying to dox the, the police officer. This altercation aside, Hildy reports on some hard hitting news back in her hometown. In addition to reporting, Hildy is also a published author getting a deal with Scholastic to write books with her dad based on her reporting experiences. Switching gears to the world of sports now. Like many young women in America, I was glued to the TV this past summer during the Women's World Cup in France. The world can seem on fire a lot of the time, both literally and figuratively, and it was wonderful to follow the success of the U.S. women's national team and actually feel proud, excited, and overjoyed about something happening in the news. For my last girl featured in this podcast, I want to talk about 24-year-old midfielder Rose Lavelle, With her decisive goal in the July 7 World Cup final against the Netherlands, Rose firmly cemented her status as one of the biggest names in American soccer. Now, I am not a soccer player, but I did play in third grade for a bit, if that counts. I am, however, a huge fan. American icon Abby Wambach grew up in my area and is a hometown hero, so soccer has always been on my radar. Like most of America, I was on pins and needles while watching the World Cup Final over the summer. I wanted my team to win so badly but most of all because the entire team has completely captured my heart and i don't think i'm alone in saying that their camaraderie complete confidence and joy in the game was just a pleasure to watch watching rose score the second goal in the world cup final against the netherlands was simply a very cool and historic moment I can't imagine what was going through her mind at the time, but the joy from Rose and her teammates and the iconic photos from this field say it all. Please Google them. They were an absolute delight. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to learn about more girls doing amazing things, please check out the rest of my column on our blog by searching Incredible Girls. Thanks for tuning in to Girl Speak. Be sure to tune in next month for a special interview with Lisa Lampson. Finally, please help us support production of Girl Speak by visiting us at www.girlmuseum.org and clicking Donate. Thank you and have a wonderful day. If you'd like hearing a fresh, girl-positive perspective on the internet, please support us with a tax-deductible donation easily made on our website. Our music is courtesy of up-and-coming artist Han Av. You can find her SoundCloud link on our website.